the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Saturday, everybody. Good morning. It's December the 10th, 2022. Good old 710 KNUS on Peter Boyle. It's going to be sunny and 50, but the good one is tomorrow, sunny, dry, and 57 degrees for the 36th annual Children's Hospital Toy Run. It's back. And he's become a friend. Robbie Farrow is with us. He's the GM of Mile High. Hey, man. Good morning, Rob. I know you're busy. Thanks for coming back up on the show. Absolutely, Peter. Thanks a lot for having me. I've got a bit of better voice this week. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You do. Uh, for 36 years, bikers took toys to Children's Hospital. We had a COVID year, and now uh, it's back. Talk talk about it in general, what it's about. So, you know, it's just about uh, supplying Children's Colorado with toys for all the kids uh, through the holidays. They also use those toys throughout the year. This event collects enough toys to carry them through the year for health milestones, for family members, for less fortunate families to come in and get toys. It's really one of the best traditions in the Denver metro area. It really is. So, so happy to have you involved. You know, I was saying that I don't know when I started doing this 22, 23 years ago, maybe. And it really meant that Christmas holiday began after the toy run was over. And, you know, and you guys are throwing a party at Mile High tomorrow and guys will go to yeah. lunch and I'm meeting a bunch of my outlaw friends for breakfast early tomorrow morning. And it just meant Christmas. I mean, you see all these all these men and women, you know, everybody's leathered up and everybody thinks, you know, there's a bunch of old bikers carrying literally Santa Claus bags full of toys in. It's really great. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, and uh, we're here at the dealership today um, encouraging people to come on in and get registered and get your wristband. Um, it always goes a little bit easier at the park if you don't have to register down there. So, you know, we have Mile High Aurora, Mile High Parker, Grand Prix Motorsports, yeah. Foothills Triumph BMW, <laughs> yeah. yep. and Avalanche. You can sign up at any of those places. And register today, get your wristbands, so that way tomorrow all you got to do is roll in, get staged up, and roll over to the hospital. And you see some serious motorcycles. I mean, if you're, yes, like you you're, if you're a biker geek like me, man, you see some people, and everybody tricks their bikes up, and, you know, they're, it's, just a, it's a wonderful day. And, and again, that temperature tomorrow is going to be wonderful. It really be, will, will be. So um, anybody who wants to make the ride, you can, uh, Robbie, talk talk about being able to do it online or come out to the dealership today because it's, it's, it's a ride day. I'm thinking about riding this afternoon. But um, Absolutely. Yeah. So you can you can go online, uh, go to our Facebook page, uh, Mile High Harley-Davidson. You can register right from there. Um, or you can come into the dealership. We scan the QR code for you. We, we walk you through it. We give you your, your wristband. <clears throat> and then, you know, as usual, gates open at 8 a.m. tomorrow at the Aurora Sports Park up there off of Dunkirk mm-hmm. and Colfax. Uh, they will start staging, and then uh, the first wave will leave at 10 a.m., <laughs> and it will go in waves until it's done. Oh, that's great. It's really great. 
I can't wait to meet you. We'll meet tomorrow for the first time. We've just talked on the phone a lot. Mile High, you guys, is a great Harley dealership. And I, this is a plug, so, but I bought my, my new motorcycle for this. I bought it at uh, Mile High Parker and treated very, very well. So the toy run is back. And the, what time, what time do the uh, p- people allow into the park tomorrow? 8 a.m. is okay. when the gates open at the park. And what time are kickstands up? First wave kickstands up, 10 a.m. Woo! We're there. I'll find you tomorrow, <laughs> brother man. Thank you so much, Rob. Right, and say you. hi to everybody. Thanks, Bubba. Thanks. We will. All right. Take care. All right. Tomorrow will be fun. Um, we got jam lines. Got to go back to some callers. They're, they're selling homes, and it, right now it's sort of playing down. And as a result, often costing home sellers thousands of dollars in lower offers and painful holding costs. And this is why I recommend my realtor, Gay Ribble, with the Empower Home Team, Keller Williams Realty. Gay already has the buyers. In fact, she has over 14,400 ready buyers looking to buy right now. Gay Ribble leads the industry with getting your home sold fast and for top dollar. She nets her seller 6% more, and that's significant, 6% more on average. Gay, and she spells it G-A-Y-E. Gay will even guarantee if your home doesn't sell, she'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you. For, so if you or anybody you know is really thinking about selling their home, call the agent we all trust. Gay Ribble with Empower Home Team. Call direct at 833-301-SOLD. 833-301-SOLD. It's 833-301-SOLD. Or visit gayhasthebuyers.com. Gay, G-A-Y-E, has the buyers.com. Gay has the buyers.com. We're talking about the swap that took place and how Victor Boot, who people is, people have described as personified weapon of mass destruction, has proven himself ready, willing, and able. He was involved in trafficking to the Taliban, to the, to the, the clearly to people who were trying to kill and perhaps did young American men and women. He also was involved in Rwanda. He was involved in Central America and Africa and the Middle East. And he was given up for a basketball star. And why? So who was our, was, was it Dave? It was, it was Ben. Was, we, well, but we had a caller went on hold, didn't we? The, that was Jim. Yeah, Jim's our guy on line two. Hey, man, thanks for waiting. That was kind. Uh, your backup, go ahead again. Sure. I'm just thinking that there's more involved to this that we're not seeing concerning this negotiations. And I'm thinking that, you know, possibly this might be involved with the war that's going on in Ukraine. Eventually us uh, being more flexible with the Russians. And this is our maybe our, our card that we're showing, hey, we're giving you him. Let's uh, let's have some reasonable talks on this whole thing, because in the end, I think Russia can't figure out a way to extricate themselves from the Ukraine, this Ukraine war, which, long, is, uh, yeah. which is an anchor for them right now. There are easier ways to go about doing that. Um, if you remember, Kissinger did ping pong diplomacy. Um, there were people that would sit down in Paris with the, the NVA or um, with the NVA principally um, the Germans and the Allies at the end of the Second World War, the end of the First World War. This doesn't seem that to me because we're still balking. And by the way, the one frightening thing yesterday, if you read that the the Russians are now allied with the Iranians bringing weaponry into that war. 
Well, I, I mean, uh, from, from the point of view that they're looking to get arms wherever they can get them because sure. they're so depleted. I, I would think that uh, I, I heard somewhere that we, um, the Russians, floated trying to get some somebody from Germany as part of this deal, and the Germans basically said, "No, we're not. We're not." Trying. Oh, the Germans are smart; so, they'll stay out. Sure. Well, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, at this point of view. They're looking to get whoever they thought would be reasonable to get at. And, and in the end, I think the, the the governments are maybe coming to get it. I'm mm. just hoping that. I'm just thinking. Well, that's kind, but we're not seeing uh, this, this is a PR move for the for the Biden administration with, I think it fell into Putin's lap and he took and he got his guy back who I believe is probably working right now doing doing deals. I truly do. You're you, a good. You, yeah. you may be right. You yeah. may be right. No, let's see. Good call. Thank you very much. All right, now we go to Ben. Ben, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Yeah, hey, Peter. How's it going? I'm good. You know, I think one of the big issues with this, um, you know, people are very frustrated that we got Brittany Griner back. but Not frustrated. I think you have to well, look at it differently than that. Well, instead of, like, getting, like, Paul Whelan, um, you know, instead of some of these other people. But from what I've heard is that was a non-starter for the Russians. No, why, why would you, you wouldn't trade, I mean, I guess they would have traded anybody for Victor Boot. I would wonder because Whelan was there under Trump. Remember, Whelan's in, in, incarcerated under Trump and Trump doesn't try and get him out. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the MacGuffin is, is, is Brittany Grinder. Yeah, but, you know, we don't really have a similar trade that we could actually even give back. Like, because we don't incarcerate Russian basketball players for no. coming into the U.S. with a little bit of weed. We don't do it, to, nine years. Don't do it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it, it's like, well, are we going to try to get this person back or not? Because we have to, we either have to basically just acknowledge that, hey, you're just, we're going to abandon you or, you know, we're going to have to make some decisions that we don't really want to make. But, but people go into but we these... Don't have the, they're, they're, we don't have the equivalent exchange. No, and, and your point is so well taken. But at the same time, they tell you. I don't know if you've ever done a lot of international travel or gone to some hot spots, but they tell you stuff. You can listen to them if you want, or you can play that other game. I told a story in the first hour. I was in Sturgis, and it was me and Vinnie Terranova, and we had a friend. We were trying to get, get out of jail. And... Um, he had spent the night there, and um, we're standing outside the um, the Justice Center. You can it's on Main Street in Sturgis. You can see a new one they built it. And I saw this guy fire up a joint. It's like we're waiting. It's like they open at nine. It's like eight forty-five. And there's a young. They have the windows open in the cop station Justice Center. And this young kid comes out. You know, short hair, tie. See his badge and his hit his firearm on his hip and his badge, and he grabs a guy. And the guy, I said. What are you doing? He said. He asked the guys, "What are you doing?" Me and Vince are standing there watching it, and he said, uh, oh, "Catching a high or something like that, buzz or whatever." He said. The guy said, "Put your hands behind your back," and the guy said, "Man, I'm from Colorado," and I'm looking. I think he's so. He thinks because he was, lives in Colorado, it's okay to smoke pot in South Dakota, and yeah. it's the same thing. They told this woman. They tell everybody. Me, you. You know, your your dog, if you're going in there, they're going to look for stuff. And they do. They shake you down, man. And so she yeah. gets caught. And now, I mean, and plus you know, her behavior about our country hasn't been that great. She kneels. Yeah. She, she uh, sits. 
I've never been really that frustrated with any of that stuff, honestly, well, because, you know, it's it's a form of protest, and it's not saying anything like we absolutely hate the country. It's yeah. something that, like, we have been having issues with the police, and there hasn't been a whole lot of, you know, things done about I mean, it for I understand years and years and years. I wonder if she'll be doing handstands now and cartwheels when they do the play the national anthem now. I mean, people act like it's such a long tradition, and it's something that happened, you know, kind of after 9-11 during GW. It's not like no, they mean, were people, playing the national anthem for years and years and years. It's uh, people a short-term stood. tradition. Yeah, people always stood. I mean, at least uh, my memory, people stand, or people stood. Um, but isn't that, it's like the the doing it, and it says something about how you feel about the country, and now, oh, please come and get me. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if it works both ways. Well, when Colin Kaepernick came out and started doing Same that, thing. he was asking military veterans, what's the respectful way to say, hey, I'm against police violence happening to people in my community? But the flag, the, flag. the military veteran said, you know, I think a good way to do that is to kneel during the national anthem. But the flag's not a rag. I mean, I know people want to believe that. And it, the flag to me has significance. And like... Um, it always troubles me, and I, I, it troubles me when people burn the flag or when people walk on it. And I, you know, and I know it sounds real old school and probably doesn't, you know, echo into another generation. But it, it did to me. I mean, I, I always felt that way that um, the yeah. flag, the flag was more than just somebody. You know, remember when people urinated on it and it was art and that kind of stuff? It bothered, always bugged me, bothered me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that stuff either. But, you know, at the same point, I'm not a black, you know, African-American. But mm. I have to acknowledge that those people were basically living in a semi-apartheid, you know, about 70 years ago. But that's, they were treated as second-class citizens. But we, we do what we do in time. It's like um, I've been reading a lot about what what happened, and I've read it all before, but really in depth about what happened at Sand Creek. Now, mind you, it was, you know, years ago, and it, there's no excuse for it. I mean, it's just a horrible, it's a slaughter of men, women, and children. So what do we now do? And it's a better one example, I think, is, is Columbus, is what's happened to Columbus. You have to be cautious in witch hunting. You have to be cautious in, um, you know, Columbus was a man of his time, no more, no less. And to judge him by the standards of 2022, I think is lacking. I, I just don't think it's appropriate. But that's what we do now. And the medieval church digging up bodies and putting them on trial. <laughs> it's like, come on. you know. And they did that. I know. And I'd agree with that. But I still think there's ripple effects that have happened from hmm. a lot of those policies from, you know, 50, 70, 100 well, sure. years well, ago. Listen, I'm the, big, still, yeah, I'm the big believer. In, I'm the big believer in that. If you don't know what was the great line, if you don't know where you've been, you have no idea where you're going. But I think there's a line somewhere and we're headed to a bad spot where the country is... It's coming apart. I see it coming apart, and it frightens the hell out of me. And I don't know. I think just you know this example. This example we're talking about now with Victor Boot. This guy's a. I mean, really, a, 
he he is the he was Nicolas Cage's model for making that film, the Lord yeah, Lord of War, Lord of War. I mean, yep. he 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 had, I mean, he did conflicts in Africa and South America and the Middle East. He accused of furnishing weaponry to Al Qaeda to the Taliban. The notoriety that he really got was Rwanda and the genocide in Rwanda. Why? How is he yeah. worth? How is he worth putting back on the street? You know, that's that's I guess the conversation is: Do we trade for some of these bad people, Don't know. or do we abandon Americans over abroad for Don't know. things that are basically is he really petty offenses that yeah. you know I mean, we I, would I, never and, incarcerate anybody for? And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because either we have to choose if we're going to try to get these people back or if we're just going to leave I, them there and, and it's a quandary. not go after I mean, them anymore. I, I, I totally agree. It's a quandary. But it is it is one of interest. Good call. Well thought out. Smart call. Thanks. We go to Marco. Marco, you're on a radio show. Good morning, man. Thanks. Hey, good morning. Hey. Full-time fan, part-time caller. I don't know if you remember me. I'm the guy that, with the dead trees in the backyard for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. I'm glad to see you back on the air. I Thanks. Just, you know, my schedule changed. I haven't talked to you in a while. I, I got a couple of things to say. I, I stopped voting. I stopped voting. <laughs> and I talked to my doctor. My, doc, my, family, my family was originally from Russia. Now it's Ukraine. But back then, they referred to Russia, Ukraine as mm-hmm. the Ukraine rather than Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That's Point. Uh, Russia won, America zero. Yeah, I, 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 might, yeah, the, yeah. I can't help but feel that way myself. And we are in serious trouble. My general position, Russia, and we talk about it. She says, "Why don't you vote?" She says, "Well, you should vote it. Yeah. You should vote for that. You should, vote. Evil. You should vote. You should vote. Yes. I, I don't. I don't vote for any evil. I voted for." Peter, I voted for George Bush twice. And <laughs> See what you got, right? <laughs> yeah, look what I got. I traded a diamond in for a piece of gravel. Yeah. And I think we're in real trouble. I really, really think we're in trouble. And I, I'm an old guy like you. I'm not going to live to see the tricentennial, but I don't think we're going to mm-hmm. have a tricentennial. Well, I, you know, the future, the, the future is a blank slate. And... But why why one should read history if is the repetitiveness of the model that you you know you see things done you know you've seen Donald Trump before you know you've seen Joe Biden before in another form um, I was talking with somebody you know all empires fail there's never been an empire that hasn't failed and the United States becomes empire in 1945 up against another empire the Soviet Union that failed. And will we fail also? Will we become uh, the Britain of the 60s? And I think, I think we're at that point already. Yeah, I mean, when you, when, you tie in, when, when you tie in the Bush experience in the Middle East, and when you tie in Lyndon Johnson and Richard Nixon when, and, and their war, and you tie in the removal of the means of production out of the country, and you tie in... You know, a, a, a cultural war that this country's in, whether you're one side of it or another. But and then the new media. I, I did a column; is very pessimistic. But these two, this um, Zucker, Zucker, Zuckerberg and and uh, Musk, 
these guys, Apple, these guys have far more power than Hearst and Pulitzer and, and the rest of them did at their zenith. And um, I just don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I don't want to be the crabby old guy that says get off the lawn, but, you know, we're, we're watching a lot of stuff happen right now on a lot of levels. I, I'm, I'm watching a train go off a bridge. We're not you know, a superpower. Yeah, I mean, we still are. We still, I mean, the country still is has great might. Um, it was cashiered by Bush and Cheney and by Johnson and, 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 um, and, and Richard Nixon. But I would urge you to read a book called The Nightingale Song about Ronald Reagan. And as the story goes, no nightingale sings until it hears another nightingale sing first. And Ronald Reagan was the nightingale, and he sang. And he was listened to by Schwarzkopf and Colin Powell and all these remarkable men. And then all of that gets squandered by, by, by Herbert Walker Bush and then to- totally squandered by um, W. and Cheney, who was really the president. And so we look at this stuff, you know, as trying to understand where we fit. Where, where do we fit now in history? And that's important. And um, I don't know what the future brings. No one does. But when I see things like this, and this really isn't about Brittany at at one iota about her. They said, you want to come home? You bet I do. But it's more about Victor Boot and about about Biden and about Putin. That's that's really what this story is about. I was flabbergasted, A, when Biden got the nomination, and B, when Mm. he won the election. Holy fuck. I mean, I would say if, if somebody was going to go up against Donald Trump, it would be Bloomberg or somebody like that. Donald Trump beat Donald Trump. Well, end of story. I mean, that's it, the end of story. It's the end of story. Donald well, Trump beat Donald Trump. And then he started to lie and he made it worse. So now now he's the prisoner of Zenda now in Marlargo as the, the, the wolf circle and and he's not going to ever be on the ticket again. You'll never see him again. And I don't want to go back to the days of characters like the Bushes, the yeah, Cheney. Yeah, but it won't be him. It won't be Trump. And it won't be Biden. Joe Biden will not be on that ticket. Neither will Donald Trump. I would. Yeah, I want to tell you something. Real quick. I might be the first time to tell you this. My money is going to be on Hillary Clinton. Oh, she's done. She's too nasty. She ran uh, when Donald Trump beat her. Um, they're, they're, all the voter behavior said women did not like her. Women were the power that defeated Donald Trump, and that women were the power that helped Donald Trump win. They did not like Hillary Clinton. Women did not like Hillary Clinton, and so subsequently they voted for kind of an unknown, George, uh, excuse me, Donald Trump. Then when, after four years, women voted against Donald Trump. I got to jump. Thank you for your all call. Right, all right, three oh three. Six nine six nineteen seventy one. The, the law offices of the man Danny Kaplis. Danny believes, and he's my guy, and he helped our family do go through a real hard patch. And Dan, Danny, is, he got Mike Kane with him now. He's got all these guys on the job. Highly successful firm, great lineup, including six former deputy DAs, using that tremendous courtroom experience to help survivors of serious crashes. Danny Kaplis is the guy. Dan Kaplis's law firm believes talks cheap, experience counts, results matter, and the firm would be happy to share with you all of the, the track record of out-of-court settlements. Danny believes 
that says, you know, who you hire says a lot about who you are and what you want to be involved in the case. The guy doesn't the guy doesn't lose. Suggest that you choose a law firm that shares your values. He came through, man. It's like, if you need Dan's help, call him at 303 907 303-907-5003, 303-907-5003, or hit dancaplislaw.com. If you've got a question, he's got an answer, 303-907-5003. You are so full S, you think you know, have no idea what woman in this country voted for. Soccer moms voted for my grandmother, my aunt, you're a mess. Take your effing God thing and brain tumor and go home. Don't read my S, I dare you, you old idiot. Well, it isn't me making up what how women voted. It's the statistical evidence that was been presented by so many people. Uh, <laughs> do you really think Trump beat Trump? You need to read the Twitter files. No, I don't. Uh, his behavior and everything that went wrong with it. Look, it's, it's, it's over. It's over. I don't want to deal with it. And if you still believe that nonsense, don't you pay your taxes because I know I do. Did he? Right back. Amazing. Ah, 11.30 on 710 KNUS. Good morning on a Saturday morning. The toy run is tomorrow. And there's a, <laughs> your bike is ugly, scratched, and leaks oil. No, actually it doesn't. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend? You're nothing. Okay. Um, it's good to be back. Good morning. Saturday, 50 will be the high, 57 on Sunday. Holidays are here. The best way to change your waist size. You get back in shape as a car, friends. It's Cenogenics. Dr. Julie McCallan is a healer. I mean, it's my only way to describe her. I mean, she's a physician, obviously, but a great friend and what a, what a guide. And you may be tempted to delay making healthy choices until the new year. I'd like to encourage you to think differently. The team at Cenogenics approaches healthcare, disease prevention, and aging from a research-based methodology. So whether you want to lose weight, sleep better, increase your libido, boost your immunes, the flu season's here, Dr. McCallum, Dr. Water there, creating programs designed just for you to help you focus, become stronger, and feel, and feel and take control of your life again. No fads, no gimmicks. Take control of your health. Don't suffer from low energy, lack of focus, unintentional weight gain, poor sleep. It is a wonderful gift to give to somebody. Cenogenics, schedule your consultation today, 720-387-3681. 720-387-3681. The website's denver.cenogenics.com, denver.cenogenics.com. You know, there's an old gimmick. Um, when you disagree, and we've learned this, uh, that you, know, you become a racist because you say, or you become a a white nationalist, and the game is is um, it's really it's age old, um, and you just make fun. You never deal with what people actually say. You just deal with them as a person. Um, what's this one? Come on, Grandpa! This old woman has a spur under you, and you know it. Okay. Um, once again, the big lie, Doctor Fauci lied to Trump, making him make bad decisions based on dangerous people that pay fake news, Peter Ball, as usual. Huh. Uh, If you really think Trump beat Trump, you need to read the Twitter files. It it has nothing to do with anything. It just has to do. Um, Joe in Arvada, you're on the radio show. Good morning. 
Well, hi, Peter. I do want to talk about that, but I will say this about the Griner trade. The the Bo Bergdahl trade was, I think, worse. If You, you think know, about that's it, interesting. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good point. This guy hasn't done anything yet, though. In, in 10 oh. years, we might look at him as uh, the merchant of no, hundreds of thousands of deaths. No, he's done things. Of, Victor Boot has... Well, I understand. But, the, but my point is, Bo Bergdahl... Uh, was a traitor, and we basically traded for him, a deserter, and we put five high-level military Al-Qaeda or whatever you want to call them. They all went to different Mm -hmm. uh, they and they they all killed Americans. And they got back in the war. You know, and, and guys lost their lives trying to find him when he... When seven, he, when seven he, men. Yeah, when he left. That's that's a good point. Very, very, very well done. Uh, so, you know, she, was, she wasn't innocent, obviously. She brought Todd in like a dummy. But, uh, you know, that was a minor thing to be sentenced to uh, that kind of a punishment. Yeah, but in, in, the, in, in, in this moment between the United States and, and, and Russia, that it's so on edge, and they probably, I'm guessing... They found it, and the word immediately it went up the pole as quick as it did. And given that the United States is selling or and or giving you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of military hardware to the to the Ukrainians, I think that probably played out in why they kept her as well. No, true. I mean, she was she was obviously they were they they were laughing as soon as she she got busted. This will be easy. We'll trade for our highest level uh, uh, prisoner because she's the highest level politically correct mm-hmm. well, individual sir. that yeah. we have. But do you think? I mean, and they're and they're laughing now. Trust me. Oh, sure they're they laughing. are. Sure. I mean, um, and again, I I exclude Brittany from this because the real MacGuffin is Victor Boot. And do you think, as I've asked? probably too many times this morning. Do you think Boot is back working as we speak? Oh, is on the plane over he was given intel to the Ruskies. They sure. were writing down names yeah. and remember those guys? I, one of the guys that was in the lot debriefed. Was and I read the book about the the Lockerbie bombers. Remember those guys and um and the and the um, the British got one of them. And they made a they made some kind of a deal, a trade out like this. And um, the guy wrote about it, and he, in essence, said when he returned, they sucked his brain out for every <laughs> single no, not, not my choice of words, their choice of words, for how he was handled, how he was debriefed, what, if any, torture they did, you know, all those kinds of things, food, because they, they were training other young men to be like him. And so they, they could do it again. Thank you, bingo. And so, the, and and there were people that said, "Don't let this guy go back, because he's going to be a teacher." And of course, they let him go back. No, it's one. Oh, yeah. There'll, be, well, a, yeah, there'll no. be a dozen guys that, that that get trained by this dude, or well, at least knows. Schooled, schooled by him. But he, I mean, he knows. I mean, again, I, I read about him last night, and the one that jumped, the part that jumped off the page is that he, Victor Victor Boot, was involved with al-Qaeda, and he was involved with the Taliban, getting weapons for them to then come at Americans. Now, for that alone, 
you should probably spend the rest of your life someplace. But now he's. I think they'll use him. They'll use him because this is such a uh, in your face to the Bidens and America that they'll probably put this guy at a high level post. Oh, oh he knows so that stuff. They can wave him like a flag. Yeah, he's, he was in. He was in jail eleven years. What do you think he learned mm-hmm. in? What do you think, uh, Joe? What do you think he learned in eleven years? Well, all the all the dirt you learn in prison for eleven. years. But he years. learned a lot. I mean, don't you think he he spent eleven years? And the judge, her name, S H I R A, last name S C H E I N D L I N. She told AP, "He's done enough time for what he did." <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these, these geniuses. Yeah, no, but, uh, but I'll tell you what. I would have never. It, it, he it, you know what? What do you it's do? Laughable. But don't if you it wasn't think so terrible? Yeah, th- don't don't you think that what he he is she is the PR score for him? <laughs> There'll be more. I believe me. All the uh, the MSNBC nuts and uh, they'll all be like well, doing doing his doing it. And well, she, she, so I really uh, called though. I, I want to put one more. She's, look, she's got a book deal. Uh, she'll, oh, no. no, you got to be kidding me. Oh, she, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know that, but she I'm got a book. Oh, uh, this yeah. is great. She will retire from basketball. No, she'll play, but she'll be, it'll be turn away business when she comes. And I, I understand she's a really good ball player, but, um, yeah, but she was in it for the money as once, once so she there, gets her million, most athletes are there. Most pro athletes are, I mean, they're, they're playing. Well, okay. So, so look, I called to talk to you. I want to stay away from Donald Trump for a second because we disagree so much. Right. Look at the, effect, the just the blatant fact of the First Amendment. What is the First Amendment, Pete? I mean, just summarize to me. It's, so, it's, I it's so many things. I mean, it's it covers religion, it covers speech, it covers so many different things. But who is the who is the main principle that it's it's about? Well, well it's it, 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 it really is. It protects you from the government. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's the government that that is the is is the they are the ones that are prohibited from doing all of these things, right? Not Facebook, not Twitter, not Google. It's the government. But it also but, it, but also run. it also protects you to print and to you know I mean all Just those a, kinds yes, of things. Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. Of course, but but here's here's the thing, Pete. These people. We're inside the government, colluding with the Twitter, colluding with the Google, colluding with the Facebook. They were they, these FBI people, like James Baker, were doling out the lists of the censors. But they, it, they, it didn't. Who to be censored? Look, look, we can we can talk about what Joseph Pulitzer or Walter Winchell did, or what. What William Randolph Hearst did to people who ran for office, Pulitzer did much the same. Winchell, any of those people, what they did no, to people. No, were but they weren't inside the government. Oh, don't, 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 don't think they weren't. They, well, of course they, they were. They did, were, they, were they the FBI chief? No, but I just, I'm telling people, I am reading, I'm, I'm two, almost two-thirds of the way through this book. It's entitled G-Man. I believe and they I, had them. They I, had people inside the government. Of oh, sure course. they did. Of course they did. But that's not the point. The well, point is what you're missing about mm. the the 2020 election is that the people inside the government went to these three digit twitters uh, the the three digit agencies brought the list to look, Twitter. They Joe, told them you I can't know, print the Joe Biden story, the Joe, Hunter Biden story. Well, listen. Censorship 
that's playing out right now. Let's see where that goes. But what is maddening to me or any rational human being is this ongoing Trump one, and it's going to... Well, don't you... Listen, they had a poll. 87% of the American public said if they'd have known that Hunter Biden laptop was real, they never would have voted for well, Joe Biden. Yeah, but, you know, you say those things now, and, it, and it percentage-wise... Well, the, the no, people wait, are the ones that are but saying who took it, the, who took Pete. The, who took the poll? Pete. Who, Look, Joe, just who, ask anybody. Joe, if they polls, knew that Joe Biden was corruptly Joe, taking Joe, money from China... listen to China, me one more time. Whose poll was it? I... They, Every poll, no, every no, poll no, is no, saying the no. same thing. It's oh, okay. Pete, I, look, look, do you really, do you really think, that? Joe? Do you really think that Joe Biden's kid, Hunter, was the reason that Donald Trump lost? I'm telling you this. No, the answer is no. By the media, I agree. Well, yes, I, I just got so done saying. Wanted, yes, that was one reason. Oh, yes. please. Uh, please. Well, see Listen. that that just shows me you don't ask enough people because oh, they'll tell yeah. you if they thought that. Why do you think Joe Biden lied about it being real? Why do you think the fifty well, and tell don't, don't you came don't, out don't the, you Joe listen listen to me? You're no, not answering my question. Joe, don't you know Why that the, the fifty and tell officers make the letter? Joe, politicians lie. They li- Donald Wait Trump lied. You're not. You're missing something here. It wasn't a politician. Right, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Right, let me bury Pete. it down. And the FBI always has been. That's the point of the the Hoover book. There's not been a time, whether it's Patrick Gray or whomever it is, that the FBI doesn't have some serious problems with the truth or who they are investigating. For instance, they put they wiretapped Martin Luther King's bed. I mean, I, get it, I, I mean, they were so, doing it for internal reasons. They were doing. Did they then share no. it to the to the New York Times? No, but what they did was this was what oh, Hoover. No, 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 no. You don't get away with that. What I'm saying to you, well, do you, do you all right, let me do this. Did. You used to tell me that Mike Lindell had the answers. Does he? Oh, absolutely. Now, you, if you all think right, that man, these right. three, okay. wait a second, let me finish. All if right. you think these three-digit agencies went, went ahead and colluded with Twitter and okay. told them, right. you, this is who you censor, this is who you do, okay. this is how we control the election, this was is the election, how we win it. Was the election stolen wait from Donald Trump? No, no, was the election. Oh, I, I wait, got time. I'm not done. I don't care. I'm I, I, done. I'm done. I got to take a break. Well, was, but, what, what, but, listen to me. Listen, show. Like the, the, show. If you think they didn't rig the machines? You're silly. They did it's not the rig them. People, they can't. They the can't. Joe, Joe, they can't rig yes, the machines. And you're, what do you, you, you think is going to happen? Joe, what do you think is going to happen in these court of laws? Donald Trump is going to come out victorious in all of this. He hasn't been convicted of anything, and he's not going to be. And I'll tell you what, if he is. There will be civil war. If they lay a hand on Donald Trump and put him in prison or something, there's going to be a war. Count it. You would pick up a gun for Donald Trump? No, it's not that. It's the fact that the government. No, no, I'm asking you a I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm asking you a question. I'm telling you the answer. You would pick up a gun for Donald Trump. Of course. Here's the thing. Wow. If they are going to prosecute Donald Trump. For fraud, fraud that they committed. What about paying because us? they're corrupt. Joe, don't you don't you, you don't think that they'll do it against you? You don't Joe, think you're going to the Joe, gulag? Joe, oh. Joe, don't don't you pay your taxes? Hey, listen. It, the thing is, is it doesn't matter anymore. If you, if you, do you don't uh, you pay? Offend, do you, if you offend the do you, leader, do you, do you pay? Joe, do you going. Joe, do you pay your taxes? 
Of course. And if Donald Trump were being in, incarcerated, you would pick up a gun. What's the first? Uh, what? No, let me finish. What would be the first place you would go with your gun, and what would be the first thing you would do with your gun if Donald Trump gets indicted? Well, that's for me to know and for you to find okay, out. Right. Maybe you should grow some. All right, you take care of yourself. 303-696-1971. All ski season's in full swing. And on Sunday, I'm headed to Winter Park after the toy run. So you know what it means. It's time to visit Larson Ski and Sport. And make sure you get your loved ones something for the holidays. Take them with you. That way, you know, people can, unless you know, and they, you know, you can you can gift buy for people like cool stuff. And it would, what's this one? Would you pick up a gun for Donald Trump? Absolutely. What is your loyalty lie, Pete? To your daughter, your son, and your grandson? Probably not. But maybe to skiing. <laughs> okay. Pick up a gun for Donald Trump. Donald Trump lost. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you people? It's, it, it, it's, it's the gift that continues to give. Ski season's in full swing. And we're hoping for more snow. No, actually, it's snowing like gangbusters right now. Christmas is right around the corner. Maybe that's a topic for next show. <laughs> Would you do that? Take it from me. Ski and snowboard gear. You go to Larson Ski and Sport Gloves. Hats, helmets, goggles, jackets. They got it all. Boots. They got, you know, everything and anything. Because there's a big difference now in how ski boots work. And the guys at Larson's will take the time to get to know you and your family and match up with all the right brands. You enjoy your time on the hill. Uh, if you're a renter and want to snowboard, I read this and I go, I don't know why, because it took me so long to learn to ski, I can't can't do it backwards. They'll hand you a board. Whatever you need, don't make it work. Larson's so convenient. You stop on the way up the hill or on the way home. You're westbound on I-70, and you come to come to the, ex, the Kipling exit. Larson, come down the Kipling exit. Make a left. Go underneath I-70. Larson Ski and Sports, south of I-70 on Kipling. 303-423-0654. The web is L-A-R-S-O-N, LarsonSport.com, seven days a week. All right. Um, famous last words, you should grow some. Resonates with me and other listeners. You're so right, Peter. It's like a religion to them. Trumpers are like religious zealots. I can't wait for bird talk. You make me sick. <laughs> I can't wait for bird talk either. Right back after this, we'll final up the show. Morning, everybody. It's 11.51, 9 before the hour, back here next Saturday. Toy run is tomorrow. We go to Rick. You're maybe going to be last caller of the morning. Rick, good morning and thanks. Good morning, Peter. And I got to tell you one thing. You make my Saturday. <laughs> I, I, I give up everything on Saturday morning to listen to your show. You're I kind. really mean it. Thank You're you, phenomenal. Sir. Thank you. You're very kind. Anyway, here's what I'm going to say. I spent 30 years overseas, only four in the military, but the rest has been as a civilian, contractor, whatever the hell you want to call it, okay? Victor Bout is is the worst of the worst of the worst. I wouldn't turn him loose for anybody. Agreed. I'd keep him in prison forever. I agree. When his term was up, I'd figure out some way to keep Keep him him longer. You and I both. I don't care who we're trading for. I wouldn't trade him. End of story. And I agree. Victor Boot, the merchant of death, that's what they called him. And he got traded for a professional woman's basketball player. It's a PR stunt. And it it has, again, it has nothing about her. Please don't misunderstand me because 
She's sitting in a hellhole, and they said, you want to go home? You bet. But what it really is about is gaining in a, in a politically correct universe that we live in today and the way the media operates. It's a gift for Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden engineered this, but I think he's taking a bow. And as far as someone's asking about what I don't think that he's going to make the run. Matter of fact, I bet on it. But I also think that he can't say he's not going to take a shot at a second term because that would make him a lame duck president. But, you know, this this isn't anything that you can scoff at. Um, She's home and we have we have cut loose back in the world. I mean, a, a terrible person, the war, you know, the merchant of death. And my question to you, since you got the experience, don't you think he's working right now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe I believe he if you want to know what I believe, I believe if it were possible, he was working from prison. I don't yeah, I don't could understand be. how no, he no. was locked up, but I believe he probably was working. Or, from yeah, or, you know, you never know the way the penitentiaries work. I, I agree. But. And then they leave the former Marine who was arrested in 2018 on an espionage charge. Yes, sir. He stays and she comes home. Yes, sir. And he's been there yes, since sir. he's been she's been only there, I think, 10 months. I think he's been there four years. And so, you know, they'll over. But, but they'll, they'll Peter, over yeah. Peter, please, please understand one thing. I want Paul Whelan out. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I would not trade. No, neither Victor one of them. Bout no, Paul yeah, there is I a moment. Trade Victor Bout at all. You make you make your choices, and oftentimes, you know, they're they're hard and they're rough, but they're the right one to make. And I mean, this guy was he guy was buying weaponry for Afghanistan and the rest of it. Hey, Rick, thanks. I got the music. Everybody, thank you. It's a great show. <laughs> The wall of death, huh? It's like now I'm being called grandpa. That's cool, man. I like it. Take care, everybody. Blaker, man, thanks, you guys. Uh, See you next Saturday. We'll do it again at 9 a.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.